is Joseph Kokom at MochaFest 2014 on behalf of Beckett Holborn's Art Process Blog, Keep on Trucking Natto Soup. If you could introduce yourself, please. Uh, hi, I'm Isabella Lasson, I do Namesake. Okay, and can you tell us a little bit about Namesake? It started as an online comic, correct? Yeah, well, it's still an online comic. Right. Uh, Namesake General, the story is kind of like a fairy tale version of Webcomic um, full color, or is it spot color like it is in the printed edition? Uh, it's mostly spot color. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have spot color at first. It was like a time-saving thing, and also because I wasn't exactly uh, at easy color. It doesn't look like it, but the webcomic is actually inked by hand with a brush. Okay. Uh, and the colors are added digitally, and I've always kind of worked uh, in black and white. If you can see with the other comics I have, it's sure. mostly the older stuff I have is black and white. Strong contrast and stuff, so I was not comfortable with color, not even a little bit. So, right. at first, the spot color started as this a bit of laziness, like it was a time issue, it was also a comfort issue, and then at some point, it just became a style. After four chapters, we could be, oh, I can handle color now, but I kind of like the effect. Yeah, it's, it's how it was built from the beginning. And the great thing about webcomics is you can change it in, in the middle of the book, but that doesn't mean you necessarily want to just because no. you can. At that point, it's kind of like, no, it can be more interesting. I've seen some great examples of spot color being used um, to emphasize ideas or, or the story uh, and really just to obviously draw attention to specific things. There are other means of doing that, but spot color makes it quite easy. And um, it's fun also that colors can be associated with things like red is sort of associated with the bad guys here, blue is sort of associated with the namesakes, so you can use that to underline things. Definitely. Um, so, what has been your experience with um, the, the webcomic? Have, how long have you been working on it? Uh, how have you built your community over time? Uh, the comic itself for well, years, but like preparation a couple of years before that too. Okay. Preparation started when I was in the back of the uh, university, so we didn't really want to start for the end. So we had time to polish up the story behind the scenes and talk right. about the making of Sister Generally, if I had to say anything about it, is that it gets easier with the Catholic school in Rome, Italy. Right. And I was. And, um, Um, and when you decide
decided to produce uh, physical copies of the comic. Was that something that was um, uh, drawn by the or requested by the fans, or you just decided you wanted to go to conventions and you wanted to have something for people to, to actually buy? So. progression of a lot of web comics. Yeah, right. That's the way comics are born. They just come about. Uh, no, but um, so Namesake is is an ongoing series. Do you have the? Well, I guess I should be asking Megan uh, questions about the about the writing. But um, we both do the writing. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, okay. The writing is co. Uh, the art is me. The writing is both of us. And okay. the website design, book design, website management is all me. And I do the lettering. Yeah, she does. Oh, letter. great, great. <laughs> um, and I nearly beat somebody with a The the book is the book is self-published. Yes. Okay. And you you. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, two successful Kickstarters. One for each of the two books. Yes. And what service did you go with that allowed you to print both a hard copy and a perfect bound copy? This is Crossbow. Two people we use to print stuff is Crossbow and Print Ninja. Print Ninja mostly for the small comics. Okay. And if you don't mind me asking, obviously this will be different from artist to artist, but do you find that um, it's, I guess, worth it is the right word to say, to, to print both a hardcover copy and a perfect bound copy? How many how many people are interested in spending the um, extra money to get a perfect bound? is basically a collectible edition of the book and maybe some libraries will, will have them as well. Listen to your fans if they have interest in a hard copy. Go for it. Otherwise, perfect bound. Just like, uh, our friend Linda, that's right next to us, people, she published directly hardcover. Yeah. So I guess it depends what the fan is or what you want to do. Like we already had the soft covers, so the hard covers was a bonus. If you're gonna start, if you want to do hard covers, you should start with that. Like you shouldn't have several editions. We started with soft cover because uh, because yeah, it was a cost thing. Right. So we had to make our hard covers.
For content? Yeah. I think people like printing covers. It's kind of like it's, uh, they have new editions of older books with like these really fancy yeah. covers. Like how many editions of Bone are there out by now? Yeah. <laughs> Who can say? But Bone is actually also a change for yeah. sure, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about stuff like The Hobbit has 15 versions. Yeah. And they're all beautiful. Um, I'd, I'd love to talk to Megan about the writing. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, so I, I was asking earlier, um, is Namesake a continual sort of story, or do you have the ending specifically written out? Do you... We have, um, before the story began, we sat down and did what we termed the retcon. Um, we have roughly, I think it's now down to what, seven or eight, seven or eight arcs. Okay. Um, we do have an ending. It's not going to be for several more years. We're in the middle of book four. We estimate there's going to be 10 books, so there's at least six more years of comics. Yeah. Right. But we definitely and you're interested? Sure we, had, we definitely made sure we had an ending in mind. It might work. It depends on where the characters take us. We're not going to do a how, how I Met Your Mother's End. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't asking if it was going to go on forever, but some people haven't necessarily written out like the entire story before they started. Yeah. So. We do have an outline. We do know where the characters are going to end up, and we do have an ending. And how we get there, sometimes it's going to use It seems like you were kind of designing um, the story uh, around these arcs so that they could be released in a book form. Were you going to release in a book form from the beginning? Or is that just a natural way that you wanted to go about writing it? It was just a natural way. We knew we wanted to do this in chapters. Um, we didn't do a book breakdown. You know, when we did book one, it was at the time we were in chapter seven. So we just did the first five chapters. I do it in Adobe InDesign, and how I do it is, is that I lay out 
document export for the web. That way it's just you're doing it all at once. Okay. Um, did you have anything uh, you wanted to advertise at you guys' uh, conventions you're going to be going to in the future? Or um, where can we find Namesake, for instance? Um, Namesake's at uh, namesakecomics.com. We have a we have a short comic, a 16-page comic coming out in TCAP called Silver Buzz. Okay. It's uh, a modern version of a Quebecois folk tale. Um, it's actually not been written down. It's uh, we can't really find any written down versions of it. So part of it is the comic, and it's a modern fantasy version of it. And then the final pages are is the original oral tale as told to me, and I wrote it down. Okay. And so it's my interpretation of that. So it's actually the first time my own prose without. TCAP this year? Yes, it's going to be debuting okay. at TCAP. Um, and in this fall, we're going to be starting another long-form comic called Quibbling. And how much it's going to be able to ignore things that cool. Look forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, and where, I'm sorry, where can, what's the web address to find namesakes? Okay, that's simple enough. Uh, well, thank you very much for the interview. Is uh, there anything else you wanted to mention? No, that's it. Thank you very much. All right, well, I hope you had a good Mocha Fest. Thank you. I hope you guys did Thanks for listening to Up and Conning Artist. A video version is available on the Natasoup YouTube channel, along with some convention recaps. And if you wouldn't mind, please consider supporting Becky Hilburn by contributing to her Patreon or checking out her Tiny People comic at 7inchkara.com and wherever books are sold.